on Maynard.com.au. Hey, you! Here he is, here he is. He's wearing the belt buckle, he's still got his tattoo on and his black T-shirt. Mr. James Freud, good morning. Hi. How are you this morning? Feeling groovy? Um, I'm feeling as groovy as I get. How about the expression kukubunga? Will that apply to you? <laughs> Uh, yeah, okay, if you if you think so. Look, you're on the real roundabout at the moment, uh, promoting the album. How's it been? Uh, it's been good, you know, it's been hectic. I mean, I sort of sometimes I wish I was in the models again so that Sean could be here doing like, this. Like or, James or Barton or anyone. Yeah, <laughs> anyone but you. Maybe you could send like one of the roadies along to an interview. Well, if I had if I had a band, I'd, I'd have a road crew, but I don't have either at the moment. Is this album like a fairly expensive one by Australian standards to put together in production? <clears throat> <clears throat> uh, not really. Well, I mean, it wasn't saying like how much was the check. There was more spent on it than uh, I would have liked to have seen. Well, I think it could have been done simpler, perhaps. Well, the original idea was to, I, I just wanted to program it all at home and then take it in the studio and put just put vocals and guitar on it, and that was the record, you know. But then it sort of turned into this, you know, let's all go get on a plane and go to America and, you know, record in one of the most expensive studios in the world. Was there a particular sound that you had in your mind for every track? Were you going for a dance sound or sort of a heavy rock sound, more of a cold fever sound? Well, I was, I was trying to treat each track really individually. My original idea, well, after I left the bedroom stage, was to to get like ten different groups to play on every song, you know, like a reggae band and a, a bit difficult to get that together. Well, yeah, sure. So uh, I didn't. You know. Right. Well, some but, of the tracks do have a bit of a dance sound, and we were talking earlier about you said how like commercial radio in this country usually shies away from dance music. Why do you think that is? I don't know. That I guess they have this mentality of that it's not going to appeal to like the, the guys out in the western suburbs. Things because a lot of it's black sounding. I don't think it's even that. It's the same reason they won't play Madonna, and they think it's childish, and they they want to appeal to thirty five year olds. Mm, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know why that is because it's the kids out there that buy records. Yeah, and the, speaking of Madonna, look, I heard you mention that you knew something really <laughs> good about Madonna. Now I'd like to I, press you on this. I don't really. She actually got up to something in the studio. <laughs> the fact that you won't mention it leads me to believe it could be drugs or sex. Now, are you, are you willing to come out any further on this? Look, I, oh my God, the last thing I need is another lawsuit. <laughs> you, you're collecting lawsuits at the moment, are yeah. you? Yeah, oh yeah, I've got a big one going on at the moment. Looks like you could lose a t-shirt and a tattoo off your back. Oh, easy, easy. <laughs> the Beastie Boys are one of your favourites too, aren't they? How'd you know that? I heard you mention it the other day. I heard you say you sit down and you often you don't listen to much old model stuff because like you said, you're sick of it. You listen to the Beastie Boys. Bit of a difference there from the models to <laughs> the Beastie Boys. <laughs> yeah, um, well, actually, my son Harrison is a, is a big fan of the Beastie Boys. Fight for your right to party is like his, his favourite song in the world. He like puts you know? his little fist in the air and goes for it. How old's Harrison yeah, he's, uh, he's 14 months. Harrison Freud? Yeah, Harrison Freud, now, the now, headbanger. Now, how do you reckon it's going to go for him like when he's like 14 or something? And the other Harrison, the actor he's named after, is sort of a deadbeat drunk. I don't think it's going to matter. It's you a, re- gonna it's a really nice that, name anyway. Get down to that deep hole office. And I think he's going to change his name to like Colin McGlinchey or something. <laughs> like a, a really wild name like that. Got the album here. Okay, James. It's been a track that you think is the best. We're going to hold this one up to the world and go, here's my song. And then, and then, Okay, what, what is it? Uh, it's called Let's Get It On. There's a lot of controversy surrounding this track. This is not actually. the illegal uh, suit. No, 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 no. But just every time people play that. No, no, no. Oh, don't you know Mark Bowen already did a song called Get It On? And I have a song blah, blah, blah. called uh, Don't Let Me Down on the album. That's not an ELO cover, is it? <laughs> I, I have a mind like a sieve and the holes are getting bigger all the time. You know, I, I forget these things, you know. And what's the track Let's Get It On about? Is it about, you know, doing it? Oh, no, no, no. It's, it's, it's about jumpers and clothing. Yeah. Okay, a man who's really into knitting. James Freud, thanks for coming in this morning. Thank you. Hi, I'm James Freud, and you're listening to Maynard, and he's mad because I've been in radio for a long time. I'm doing-
Feeling as groovy as I get on Maynard.com.au. AU!